0: Then you can turn to that brother or sister or father or uncle or cousin or someone who hurt you or harms you or neglected you, and you can say, I forgive you with the grace that the Lord Jesus Christ has forgiven me. I extend that forgiveness to you. I refuse to hold on to that any longer. I let the love of God flow through me, and extend to you. And I choose today to forgive you. I choose to forgive that debt. I choose to forgive that harm.
1: Welcome to the I Will Be Your Church podcast, Virtual Sanctuary. Be strengthened today with the truth of God's love, so that you can say to your families, your friends, your co workers, and your social media worlds I will be your church. Your host for today's episode is Ben Church.
0: Hello, today we are talking about the parable of the unforgiving servant. This is found in Matthew 18, verse 21. Then Peter came up and said to Jesus, Lord, how often will my brother sin against me and I forgive him? As many as seven times? And Jesus said to him, I do not say to you seven times, but seventy-seven times. Therefore the kingdom of heaven may be compared to a king who wished to settle accounts with his servants. When he began to settle, one was brought to him who owed him ten thousand talents. And since he could not pay, his master ordered him to be sold, and his wife, and children, and that all that he had in payment to be made. So the servant fell on his knees, imploring him, Have patience with me, and I will pay you everything. And out of pity for him, the master of that servant released and forgave him the debt. But when that same servant went out, he found one of his fellow servants who owed him a hundred denarii. And seizing him, he began to choke him, saying, Pay me what you owe me. So his fellow servant fell down and pleaded with him, Have patience with me, and I will pay you. He refused and went and put him in prison until he should pay the debt. When his fellow servants saw what had taken place, they were greatly distressed, and they went and reported to their master all that had taken place. Then his master summoned him and said to him, You wicked servant, I forgave you all the debt because you pleaded with me, and you should not have had mercy on your fellow servant as I had mercy on you. And in anger his master delivered him to the jailers until he should pay all his debt. So also my father will do to every one of you if you do not forgive your brother from your heart. This is a very interesting story. We've got a servant who was forgiven such a great amount, turning and then not forgiving a fellow servant who just owed him a few bucks, a few dollars, and actually threw him in jail. And then the king finding out and then throwing that servant... In prison until he should pay the the whole debt. And then Jesus puts the whole thing into context and says, you've got to do the exact same thing because the same thing will happen to you if you do not forgive. In fact, think about that. Unforgiveness is probably one of the most destructive forces in the earth today because it, it destroys you. It separates you from God it actually is antichrist if you think about it you know people talk about the spirit of the antichrist or whatever in the world but that is antichrist because literally christ is forgiveness he died on a cross so that we may be forgiven and the debt that we owed in sin could never be paid we could not do enough works you can't do so many good things that they outweigh the bad things i mean that's a philosophy of many people in the world That, oh, if I just do enough good things, they'll outweigh the bad things, I'll get to heaven. You cannot do enough good things to compensate for what Jesus did on the cross. But that's the beauty of that sacrificial act, that Jesus took all the sin of all humanity, all of the debt that couldn't even be paid and took it upon himself. And he paid that debt himself in our place. And then he freely offers us that gift of salvation and says, come follow me and you'll be walking in in new life and in new salvation. But the point of this story is that the Lord wants us to forgive because he has forgiven us. He paid that debt for us. We are supposed to then in turn forgive those who even in little ways owe us something or have offended us in some way or sinned against us or tried to harm us in some way. We're supposed to forgive them because if we do not forgive them that small debt in comparison with the debt that was forgiven us through the sacrifice of the Lord Jesus Christ, the Lord will hold us accountable. In fact, it says it this servant was thrown into prison. I don't know what that means eternally. You know, I'm not going to dive into that. But the Lord says, we're going to be held accountable. Because in the same way that we were forgiven, we should forgive. And it's put in context in this story of such a great sum, this first servant owed was forgiven, compared to a few dollars of this second servant. And when you think about the weight of our sin, when I think about What the Lord Jesus did for me, the sin that he bore for me, my sin, when I think about the sin in my life, all the sins that I've done over my life, it's too much. It's too much to comprehend. It's shameful. It's disgusting. It's evil. It's darkness. But then when I look at the cross of Lord Jesus Christ and realize he took my sin, I'm reminded of that old hymn. I I encourage everyone to look this up, listen to it. Uh, It is well with my soul. It's a beautiful hymn. It's one of my favorites of all time. But one of the verses goes like this. My sin, and then he pauses. Oh, the bliss of this glorious thought. My sin, not in part, but the whole, is nailed to the cross, and I bear it no more. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord, oh my soul. That's one of my favorite verses of all hymns, because it hits home, because I'm confronted with the sin that I have done and committed against the Lord Jesus Christ when he was sinless and spotless, yet he took all that sin. He bore it all for me. He forgave my debt, and he said, here's a ring for your finger. Here's a robe for you and a crown for you. Come sit at my right hand. And rule and reign with me. And I say, Lord, I don't deserve that. I didn't do anything except sin against you this whole time. But Jesus said, but I paid that debt for you. I paid that and made you a son. Come on up here, son, and sit and rule and reign. And through my blood, you can be righteous. Through my blood, you can be washed white as snow, though my sins were like scarlet. And I believed that. And I received that. And I said, yes, Lord. Lord. I'll take that salvation. I'll exchange all of my filthy rags for new righteous robes. And then for me to turn around and be offended at someone else, or to be, even if someone willingly hurts me, or does something to steal from me, or whatever, or even owes me money, for me to then look at them and say, you owe me. I'm not going to forgive you. I'm going to go back and actually hurt you and put you in jail. It makes a mockery of the Lord Jesus Christ. So I would encourage you today. What in your life is unforgiven? What are you doing towards other people? Are you holding a grudge? Are you holding outstanding debts over people? Are you have an offense that is causing you to to not forgive somebody? Did someone do something to you that harmed you? Maybe it was a serious thing. Maybe someone abused you in some way or spoke negative words that cut like a knife 40 years ago. Well, the Lord Jesus' blood can cover that. The Lord Jesus' sacrifice will make you clean. And when you realize He has forgiven you for all the wrong that you've done in your life, he has washed that slate clean and made you a new creature in Christ Jesus. Then you can turn to that brother or sister or father or uncle or cousin or someone who hurt you or harmed you or neglected you. And you can say, I forgive you with the grace that the Lord Jesus Christ has forgiven me. I extend that forgiveness to you. I refuse to hold on to that any longer. I let the love of God flow through me and extend to you. And I choose today to forgive you. I choose to forgive that debt. I choose to forgive that harm. Now you can't do that for anyone else. This has to be for you and the other person. And that other person may not ever know Maybe they are already passed away, but they had hurt you in some way or owed you in some way. It's time today to forgive them. It's time today to cut that tie that is trying to destroy you. Because that unforgiveness is only destroying you. It's only hurting you. It's only stirring up those negative feelings in your heart and in your mind. Not in them. They may never even know. They might not know. Even if they did. It doesn't matter as far as you're concerned. The Lord says you can forgive. God has made a way for you to live in forgiveness, to let go of unforgiveness and offense and debt. Release it today. Let's pray together. This is a serious issue I think that many people deal with. Let's pray right now. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray for those listening today. That they would receive the message that you have forgiven them through Jesus Christ. That you have exchanged their unrighteous, filthy rags for robes of righteousness. That you have made them a son and a daughter in Christ Jesus. And that through that forgiveness, they can then live and walk in your love And I pray today that they would extend that love and forgiveness to those around them, that they would release from captivity those that they've held captive by unforgiveness, that they would release them from the prison of their own heart and mind, and that they would be set free today from the hurt, the pain, from the debts, because of the power of Christ, the power of your love, Lord. I pray that today. Thank you in Jesus' name, Lord. Amen. Go today in the grace that God has forgiven you with and forgive. Have a great day.
1: If you feel blessed by the I Will Be Your Church podcast, please subscribe so you never miss a day and then share it with your friends. Check out our website IWillBeYourChurch.com to learn more about us Check out Ben's blog, connect with us on social media, and become part of this church family movement.